Geek Shock. Geek Shock. They wrapped their mouths around the dragon stick and sucked until they had fiery lips. Then get on all fours and fuck some more. This be the tale of the dragonborn. You know, the, ta- the taste is all right, but okay. But getting being able to tell people about the sweaty balls that I put in my mouth. I see. That Kirsten advised me on. Uh, hey, well, I, I roomed with Paul for two years. So Welcome to Geek Shock number 119. I am not Master Torgo. Instead, I'm Dr. Vlark. I'm the famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Commander K. And Jess Michael. And Master Torgo is a little busy right now playing Skyrim. He's indisposed. I don't think he's showered. I don't think he's left that room. I don't think he's eaten. Uh, no, pants. he has eaten. I, I, I've seen the crumbs leading from the kitchen to his room. Is he just pooping in a corner? I don't know. I I, I don't want to open that door oh, for, I hope for of fear buckets. of smells emanating. He's I'm poop sure. welded to his computer chair. Oh. 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 Gross. Well, what did you guys do? Uh, <laughs> did you hear about that lady that grew to her toilet? Yes. Did we talk about that Yes, before? we talked yes. about that on the show. Yeah, yes. That's where you heard about it. Fused. I'm tired of talking about your family, <laughs> that's I did it. Don't Tired of it. What did you guys do this week that's geeky? Well, I didn't go to my toilet. <laughs> I didn't buy sure. Skyrim. Yeah. No. Uh, I don't... What did I do this week? I went to the uh, comic book festival thingy thing. Oh, right, right, right. We both did that. Yes. Uh-huh. Is that the one at the library? Yeah, at the library. So. I miss that every year. Nice little thing. And uh, got I, I bought a shirt from the Comic Book Legal Defense Fund. Nice. So who was there this year? Um, uh, one. The name I recognized was uh, Paul Tubin. Okay. Uh, um, he's doing uh, Marvel stuff. Um, I became interested in the, uh, what were their names? The Phil... The, the two oh, cowboys? The two cowboy brothers who have been doing uh, Star Wars comics. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. And uh, the Philzbach or something like something that. Something like that. Brothers. And they were they actually were very cowboys. interesting. It was actually, as an actor, it was interesting watching their panel because of the way they, they just... It wasn't quite completing each other's sentences as much as they talked over each other but completed the idea. So it was... I see. It was very interesting. So It kills me. They do that like every year and they really do organize a, a good group of people to come yeah, talk it was, it was little mini con yeah yeah, yeah it yeah. was very oh yeah like festivals the word because it's it's the afternoon and a bunch of the the valley's vendors are there all the yeah. comic book shop even places we were like wow they're still around silver and, cactus yeah, yeah. <laughs> who was there maximum silver cactus yeah. common Oasis, reality ralph of course yeah. uh yeah. And even outside of like those, the the library does bring in like guest speakers here and there for like just a little talk by themselves. I, I know they've, uh-huh. they've yeah, got Max like Brooks Max Brooks was in the in past, just, uh, yeah, just a couple of days before. Cool. So so yeah, I, I I don't I don't know how they do it, but good on you, Clark County Public Library. <laughs> yeah. Were they filming it? Were not filming? Were they airing a movie? Oh, uh, shit. a movie. What the hell? Was Last it? year they, they were did screening. Tron. You know, well, oh, I was filming a movie. I thought maybe airing, they were filming airing. a movie airing. about. Yeah, they did they a did screening did. and it a was. Uh, they oh, Iron Man. Shit. Years, I can't remember years ago. what it was, but yeah, they did. Was and it Batman? Remember last year? It was it was Tron, and what was what was crazy is like, of course, I grew up with Tron, and I remember loving it, but then seeing it again, like you know, twenty five years later, I'm it's like, oh my god, still fun. It's, it's fun, fun, but it's like, not great. I remember watching it, going, "These graphics are amazing. This is incredible." Were, you can't go back and, and, and watch exactly. those things again. I just watched the Galaxy Rangers and Fraggle Rock, and it's just not, <laughs> it's not the, the same. same. Yeah, I, the doozers don't hold the same. I still love. like Ultron. Ultron is good, but I, I, I didn't like it. No, Ultron still holds up for me because it's so dated now. Well, I've as yeah, as I've gotten <laughs> older, and you know, at that time I was just getting into computers, so. Now that I have a lot more computer experience, they really would have been better off with a a really good technical advisor on yeah. on Tron because I sit there and they, they oh yeah spout out. names like RAM yeah and like oh come on man seriously well, just even That's not the a program the the fictional computer jargon they're using isn't even remotely plausible yeah when they, yeah. You, you hear that line you know they speak the line and you're like what did he just say that doesn't make any sense <laughs> at all that would never happen in a computer. And you know what would happen in a computer. Reboot your ball sack. <laughs> oh, boy. Did they ever do, like, Tron porn back then? <laughs> Tron back then. porn? Yeah. <laughs> Is yeah, there Tron porn now? Bury the expert <laughs> on such yeah, a <laughs> It was called Tron 
two-point bone. Starring Desi Arnaz Jr. <laughs> Desi Arnaz Jr. and Cursor. Yeah, Ram was totally different name. Ram. <laughs> Ram. Rez Ram in so, my bunghole. So, so what is the Tron porn? Is it Prawn 2.0? <laughs> Something like that. The new one out is uh, got um, Ron Jeremy in it. Oh, no. So, of course, it's a winner. So, instead of Prawn, it's what? Fat. Torn. It's, it's just fat. Torn. That's all it is. Torn. It's called fat. Fat, gross. <laughs> How old is he God. now? I mean, good lord, He's eight years old. Know. I did something I, geeky this I week. I met him like Kirsten, and we finished a game of Talisman. Yeah. If anyone's aware of what this game is, we actually finished a damn game of Talisman, and that took like four hours or so. Yep. Barry pushed. I met Ron Jeremy like twelve just... years ago, and he was looking old. It's, that's true because yeah. he was playing talisman <laughs> and there was a rules issue and he couldn't get past it but no. I did actually uh, I bought a new uh, a new expansion for talisman that just came out because uh, the local store Little Shop of Magic had a gigantic sale and it was a line out the door for this thing did you buy Warhammer? Uh, no <laughs> I purposely avoided Warhammer. No, you didn't. Screw the lot of you. <laughs> you were staring at it going, mm, do I buy it? Do I not buy it? Apparently, uh, in uh, the Tron porno with Ron Jeremy, he does have a talisman extension. <laughs> expansion pack. That's what Ex- I meant. Expansion. He's packed expansion. with expansion. His pack is expanded. <laughs> I'm talking about his wiener ding. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. oh, no. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. Like, wow. Hey, honey. Hey, honey. Wanna co- why don't you come check out my tallies, man? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna tally whack you. All right, and they'll Did get you funnier. Just drop I'm into sure. your Stan Lee. What? He's just got a tension marvel. Paul's just gotta rev the engine before it gets funny. That's it's right. Little, the engine's cold right now. It's like Things a Model T or cranky. <laughs> it's been a my week, tallies. boys. I've had a fucking week. I'm talking week. about my wang, true believers. <laughs> you can't believe it. Tron comics. Never did I believe we would have the Tron porn comics. <laughs> but sure enough, after the success of Stripperella, <sighs> Tron Wiener was only natural to did follow. Any, did anyone watch that? Stripperella? Stripperella? I tried to watch one episode no. and it was so painful I just I I couldn't even make it through. Yeah. I think I saw like half an episode. I think that's that's the norm. I didn't even bother. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, granted, I was never a giant Pam Anderson fan, but man, it was just awful. And of course, she's the worst at giving a delivery of lines anyway. So, I mean... Hey, I saw just, barbed wire. It's bad. It's, yeah. So, when she's... After the whole thing. She, it's clear that, she, that they edited some of her pauses out in the line readings, but it still sounded awful. Just, yeah. <laughs> I thought she was very good in Borat. She was in yes. Borat for five seconds. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw. I, I finally saw um, X Men First Class, which was great. Ah, you just now yeah. saw it. Yeah. But, but you guys talking about somebody having a whack performance just reminded me. Yeah, <laughs> January, January Jones, January Bones. <laughs> She's a cardboard <laughs> cutout. Smokes, they could have taken a picture of her. I, you're putting her on board cardboard dated her for a million while there, yeah. Paul. Suds dated her for a while. I don't know. I imagine her just laying there and Suds being like. Yeah. Hey now, I'm don't go talking out of school. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't. I don't know. She just. It just seemed like she was very just disaffected. I. I don't think she knew. I don't know. I don't think the they, material. Or? I don't think they directed her well. It was weird. It was weird watching her in that. How would you have directed her? I don't know, but I mean, did you ever see Pirate Radio? I. Th- I just thought because her I, performance in that was very similar to her performance in X Men, so I think it's just her. Oh, maybe, you're right. You're right. Maybe isn't that the boat that rocked? That's what yeah. it was called for a yeah, minute. The yeah, the boat that, that rocked. rocked. Starring Ron Jeremy and his wings. <laughs> now, <laughs> if this boat's a rockin', that's because I'm cock blocking. I'm coming. I'm coming. Oh, well, look, who deci- look who decided to join us. Are you, are you done oh. with Skyrim now? Is it? Done with Skyrim? Is what? anyone ever truly done with Skyrim? I no, see. never, sir. I held out. I'm waiting for your review of this game. It was game. just a uh, good place to save. Okay. Good place to save. Mm-hmm. How many hours you are died, you into it you? now? About 25, 25 <laughs> hours in, which is probably lowballing compared to some yeah. folks out there who had the weekend to just go nuts. Ron Jeremy's lowballing, but that's just because he's old. <laughs> <laughs> he is Dragonborn. I, I gotta say, he's actually been rather behaved with the, uh, with the Skyrim because 
You know, I, I I don't hear him playing it. I come out thinking, oh, he's just got it turned down low. No, he's not there. Nah. <laughs> yeah, I got things still to do. I still have a job. For well, now. There is that. I thought I, your job was playing Skyrim. We'll see how long that lasts. <laughs> That's true, man. Job getting away but, Skyrim. But, but, man, what a week for release, man. I got I got that. Uh, picked up uh, Saints Row today. Have you picked? It? Have you played Did it yet? Come out no, I haven't even opened the package yet oh, because man. Skyrim. Thank you. Saints Row came out today? It <laughs> uh, came out today. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, also, over the weekend, bought but still haven't opened uh, Rocksmith, the... Uh, the game that you plug your guitar into the Xbox and oh boy. play. It's more of a utility, though. More of a, a, like a, a teacher. Yeah. Uh, not so much. Not, maybe not a teacher, but a, just a guitar lessons. A teacher uh-huh. slash effects Or of a technical guide. Yeah. Yeah, that's more its thing. And amp modeling and that sort of thing. Yeah. So okay. If you already know how to play the guitar, it gives you uh, exercises to go through. If you don't know how to play guitar, I don't know if it's really going to teach you all the way beginning to end, but it'll probably make you better. Well, you should uh, be careful because it's you know it's Christmas season, yeah, and uh, you're gonna get uh, game constipated pretty soon. You're gonna be backed up with all these games you have yet He's to play. Already backed you, up. Listen, this season you have to do you have to back up because after next week, like no games come out for a month and a half. That's what it is every year. End of end of you have till the end of November for all the good games to come out, and then just zilch mm-hmm. for Maybe December I'll... to in early January, and then the games start coming out again. Well, uh, Star Wars. Again, real games. Yeah, games that people actually Listen, want to I, I, play. You're, you're defending an MMO, which is really. I, I, I am. It is a real game. I don't know if I'm going to play it, but yeah. you know. no, I'm sure it's going to be a fine be a game. I'm sure it's going to be a fine game. I'm just not. Uh, I don't know why. I may have learned my lesson in the last MMO I bought. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, Star Wars and Call Star Trek are just Star worlds Trek. apart. Although, again, I think I've heard that they've made really good changes to the. The uh, the phaser battles as far as like the man on man on on the planets. Man, man, on, man. on man. Yeah, man, on man. Wow. Right. Hey, Hot wanna, man on man action. You want to battle my phaser? Yeah. See Ron Jeremy do that. I got it set on fun. <laughs> Dinger winger winger. I didn't think there's anything wrong with oh, phaser the battles. Than they were boring. So what you know what I, you know I got I got uh, a handful of news you don't give a shit about. Oh hey! joy! When I, able when to I whittle say, that list down. When, oh, you know what? No, I got this is going into a page and a half. Holy macro! Of news you don't give a shit about. We're very so, apathetic. Hit it. Get in there, folks. Just, right. just just have a seat. Uh, put pause in Skyrim. We're going in. <laughs> of course, when when it bleeds, it leads. Star Wars. I'm uh, sorry. Uh, Spider-Man turn Lady off the has, dark. Oh yes. yes. What? what? We haven't heard news. that in a we while. We have Spider-Man turn off the dark yes. news. Uh, another cast member was injured Wednesday. Oh, God. Yeah! Uh, no! What's the medical <laughs> up to? Terrible, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> it's like watching a, a race and waiting for crashes. And like a cockfight. It's the Deadpool. He's just a member of it. Right. You know, there's that janitor that has to change the sign. You know, no accidents in this many days <laughs> since <laughs> yesterday. It has been zero days since our last accident. Right. Well, I gotta go change the sign, true believers. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't put it up on this rickety ladder. <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> Boom! Every time I have to change the sign, I have to change the sign. <laughs> True believers, I've injured my ankle numerous times on this rickety old ladder. This is the first one since the accident-prone uh, Broadway musical underwent its overhaul in April. Uh, Newsday reports that Matthew James Thomas, who plays Peter Parker in the Wednesday and Saturday matinees, uh, suffered a head injury backstage at the Foxwoods Theater near the beginning of the second act. Backstage? I don't, don't know what that means. Could have tripped on something. Uh, who knows? Sandbags? Who knows? Mary Jane doesn't know how to give head, and he sustained a head injury. <laughs> Bang, true believers. Believe it. If a, a kiss upside down is one thing, but a BJ hanging from a thread? Yowza. You're taking your life and your nuts in your hands. <laughs> Production stopped for about 10 minutes as Thomas was taken to the hospital for stitches. Ha! I'll say. And dental records. Good to have you back, Paul. Dental records or dental exam? They're going to rebuild it with the pieces that got bit out. Bit out and spit out. She don't swallow. Believe it, true believers. 
Star Reeve Carney, who happened to be in the theater at the time of the mishap, stepped into the role for the rest of the performance. They're all Carneys, technically. That's how I hire them so cheap. What was he doing there? Uh, Producers described Thomas's injury as minor and released a statement saying, quote, he is fine and will be back in the show for his next scheduled performance on Saturday. Uh, Thomas, who was named as Carney's fill-in about a year ago, is the sixth performer to be injured in the $70 million musical. The latest injury comes just as original director Julie Taymor, who was forced out of Spider-Man in March uh, after five delays and a barrage of scathing reviews, filed a lawsuit against the producers demanding proper pay and credit. Wow, these demands. These these hoity-toity ne'er-do-wells. A bunch of prima donnas. I got them a fabulous... Health plan. Half a bottle of Bactine and a bag of frozen peas. <laughs> <laughs> is that Stan Lee or, or is sure. that someone else now? Sure, I'm Stan Lee. Of course. Who else would I be? I True know. believer. You, you sound like a Chicago mobster from the 1920s. <laughs> Maybe guy. I am. Who's asking? Keep your nose clean, kid. <laughs> All right, from Spider-Man to PETA. Like Who's the bread? give a shit about the bread? Yeah, p- the bread. Peter Spider bread. People Spider the ethical bread. treatment of animals. Rises in the oven. Uh, that's it. That's all there is. <laughs> Just bread. It's made of grain. Uh, Peter claims that when Mario puts on the Tanuki suit, he gains the ability to support wearing fur. Oh, what? oh come on. <laughs> Wow. Oh, these PETA guys. And when he eats mushrooms, he's promoting drug use. And when he grows a mustache, he's promoting gay sex. Come on. (laughs) Come on, man. Well, you know the thing about the Tanuki soup? You know the thing about the Tanukis? Do you know about them? I would like to know about the Tanukis. Why don't you tell me? So Tanukis are are native to Japan. Yes. They're these really crazy little critters, and they have huge ball sacks, which are emphasized... Are, are they mythological creatures or are they real? Call them real. I think they're they, they real. Are real. They are real. They're real, and they do but have. They are, they are spelled much differently. Yeah, but they have exaggerated balls. This is true. But in the in the in the fantasy and in their mythological uh, thing, they have giant, as big as them type ball sacks that they use to fly and hit people with and all kinds of crazy escapades. I would watch that cartoon. Man, you can see the, the, the look up Tanuki stuff online. Um, they, Are you <laughs> fucking with us? No, I can't no, tell. No, he's right. He, he's right. I can't tell. Don't, Tanukis have giant balls and that's the thing. When Mario gets in that Tanuki suit, he, he really he's really tame. He should have giant Tanuki yeah, balls. He should be flying from the tail. <laughs> oh man, leave it to Paul to know that bit of trivia. <laughs> Well, according to PETA, this is encouraging players, young and old, that it is okay to wear fur, especially the fur of the real tanuki, which are raccoon dogs. Quote, when a, on a mission, this is from PETA, when on a mission to rescue the princess, Mario has been known to use many means necessary to defeat his enemy, even wearing the skin of a raccoon dog to give him special powers. Tanuki may be just a suit in Mario games, but in real life, Tanuki are raccoon dogs who are skinned alive for their fur. By wearing Tanuki, Mario is sending the message that it is okay to wear fur. Skinned alive? Yeah, that's what they say. In fact, PETA did, like they did with Team Meat when they made Super Tofu Boy, that they also made a game in response to the decades-old Tanuki suit called Super Tanuki Skin 2D. And you can go on PETA's website and play it. The game features a skinned and bloody Tanuki chasing after a flying Mario who is wearing the Tanuki suit dripped with blood. And that's about it. Oh, and the uh, warp pipes are also covered in blood. God damn it. When the shit hits the fan, I'm eating a PETA member. (laughs) (laughs) No, they're too lean. Eh. Green fed. All right, eat two. Yeah. Now... Dude, Mario wears small. the frog not, not suit too, fat. right? Won't have any flavor. And he throws around turtles. <laughs> Endangered desert tortoises. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Well, in in New Super Mario Brothers Wii, he wears a penguin outfit. Oh, he, sure uh, it isn't a tuxedo. Nope, it's a penguin outfit <laughs> because the penguin because you can hear the penguin screaming, "No, Mario, don't tear my living flesh from my body, <laughs> please don't." Oh! All the blood comes out, and then the little little penguin's laying there. Oh God! Oh the pain! Oh oh! Somebody spilled a half a jar of Bactine on me! Ah! <laughs> Kids! 
please don't take the skin off of a penguin, even though it's so cool. <laughs> Here, Mr. Penguin, take this bag of frozen peas. Oh, how soothing. Thank you, Stan Lee. <laughs> News you don't give a shit about. What a great health care plan. <laughs> Harry Potter director David Yates is teaming up with the BBC to turn its... David Yates? Iconic sci-fi TV Aye. series... Die. Yeah? What What am I working on? This is what you're working on, Mr. Yates. You are turning uh, Doctor Who into a big screen franchise. That's bullshit. Oh, I call bullshit. The BBC said nothing about this. They, they have no idea about this. It's bullshit, I say. Yates, who directed the last four Potter films, told Daily Variety that he is about to start work on developing a Doctor Who movie with Jane Tranter. I'm BBC- about to work on a Harry Potter. On a, no, no, not Harry Potter. <laughs> I'm going to do another one with Jane Tranter. With the J- Doctor O. Now, Jane Tranter. O. Doctor O. O. Jane Tranter is BBC Worldwide's LA-based executive VP of programming and production. Uh, Quote, we are work- looking at writers now. We're going to spend two to three years to get it right, he said. It needs quite a radical transformation to take it to a bigger arena. Yates made clear that his movie adaptation would not follow on from the current TV series, but would be a completely fresh approach to the material. Never. Quote, Russell T. Davies and then Stephen Moffat have made their own transformations, which were fantastic, but we have to put that aside and start from scratch, he said. No. No, we don't. No, we don't. Uh, Yates and Tranter are looking for writers on both sides of the Atlantic. Quote, we want a British sensibility, but having said that, uh, Steve Clovis wrote the Potter films and captured that British sensibility perfectly. Oh, my God. So we are looking at American writers, too, he explained. Having, having said we want a British sensibility, we also don't want spray-painted rabbit masks to be our villain. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Who is the most quintessentially British thing on television. Uh, there's no way this is going to happen without an outpouring of hate from the fans and broken bottles and paint thrown on people who work for the BBC. Can you, can you imagine if they even just change the TARDIS into something that isn't a phone box? Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Anarchy will will rule. This is way up there on bad ideas. An Did anybody ever Doctor see Who. those Doctor Who movies back in the day with Peter Cushing? It's like from the sixties. No, they're really really awful. Doctor Who. People say that the old TV series is awful, but these movies are like unwatchable. Hmm. Whoever said so, they need a fresh approach clearly has never watched Doctor Who. That's what I'm saying. If 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 they need to say that they need a fresh approach and to do movies. Of the Doctor, they need to go watch those old movies and rethink their their plan. I don't know. They might hire him back again because you get a little taste and you realize you need more Peter Cushing for the pushing. Oh, boy. <laughs> taste the watch, sweaty balls. <laughs> That's Michael's department now. Oh, Peter sorry. Cushing. I was just glad to do it. It's done now. I don't have to do sweaty balls again. Ah, no, no more Tarkin sweaty balls joke. in your mouth. No Tarkin joke? Nothing? Nope. You can recognize my foul stench anytime you come into a room with me. That's true. <laughs> News you don't give a shit about uh, bape, uh, bacon maple beer. Not a fan so far. Uh, this beer, now available in 750 milliliters Pepto Bismol pink bottle, uh, was a product of an unholy union between rogue brewers and Portland's legendary voodoo donut. Now, <laughs> if you want a bottle, you'll have to drop $13 for a bottle or $156 for the case. Uh, this beer is only available through the mail and at select Oregonian locations. However, that might be for the best, as just about every outlet that got their hands on the beer since its release in late September has been less than enthused. Here's a review from the Maple Daily Paper. Quote, It generally tastes like a dirty, ashy, smoked beer without any of the subtlety of the finer Bamberger Roche beers. The maple syrup notes pop up now and again, but the smoke flavor, along with the fatty hits of unwanted bacon, dominate. Uh, <laughs> well, see, that's from the maple people. What about the bacon people? The what do ba- the bacon yeah, people right. say the about bacon it? The pe- bacon people all had heart attacks and died. <laughs> <laughs> the bacon people were quoted as saying, Oh, I'm eating bacon. Oh, I'm eating bacon. Oh, I'm eating bacon. Oh, I dropped I think, some in my pants. You know what? I think it's just ahead of its time. The bacon Ugh. people, there's maple, maple people, but eventually there will be, and there's oh, beer people. I'll, I'll find, They'll all come together. I'll find you a bottle. 
<laughs> there is at no time in the future going to be bacon people that will like that drink. That is well, hard. That's, I'm, that's what I'm saying. You ever had bacon Bacon people vodka? won't like it. Maple people won't like it. Bacon vodka is interesting. Well, interesting? interesting? Yes. You know what's interesting? interesting? Two-headed transvestites. Oh, I wouldn't invite one to my party. <laughs> I was baking vodka and I blew up me oven. Oh, <laughs> I was uh... ever see Doctor Who. <laughs> what are we doing? What were you doing, Jeff? <laughs> Tell us what you I were was doing. Say when we had the the bacon candies here on the show. Oh well, yeah, that was the, a special the smoked treat. plastic. That was, was the like I'll, I'll bet that's what they did. Shit. They probably didn't use actual bacon. They probably used. Like artificial smoke or something in the mm, in liquid the beer. smoke liquid in the smoke. beer mix, liquid smoke. But uh, it sounds like it would have great potential because I mean, maple and bacon together are pretty tasty. Why not that with a beer? But it liquid sounds smoke like they gross. didn't quite do it right. Yeah, liquid smoke. See, do they try to make bad. it with a stout or an IPA? So, or... Real smoke. My good. uncle used to put liquid smoke on everything. He's dead now. I was gonna say it's got to <laughs> be a carcinogen, right? I don't know. <laughs> well, all it really is is like. Essentially, they spray out the inside of a smoker when they're done, and they take. <laughs> Are you serious? Water. Yeah, they God, take that water horrible. and distill it down. Did you see this they on how take it works? Four smokers out of the hospital and spray out their lungs. <laughs> it's essentially. That's just so terrible. It's just essentially smoke water. At that point, it's got the particles of the smoke. Smoke <laughs> on the wall. The little carbon from the inside. And bacon in my mouth. beer. You made a Jeff joke. I did. <laughs> What did you do? I missed that. <laughs> I'm saying smoke on the water. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was, Get those sweaty balls out of your mouth. Oh, I was baking vodka and it blew up my oven. That's because you didn't listen to the two-headed transvestite. You tried that last time. Last time being five minutes ago. And it wasn't funny then. Now it's worse. I believe in this joke and it's going to <laughs> I try and rework it somehow. Maybe <laughs> two-headed transvestite is that some, another character that got lost from uh, Hitchhikers that just didn't appear later on in the movie? Zaphod's mother. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> from transsexual Transylvania. Ah, yes. <laughs> News you don't give a shit about. I got it. Oh, <laughs> I was boy. baking vodka and I made an outcake hole. A what? <laughs> What? No. Outcake <laughs> don't, don't ask him to explain it. Just <laughs> let it go. <laughs> right. Outcake hole. Let it go. Do Al-cake. victims ask serial killers to explain Barry? No. <laughs> they just scream in terror and pain. <laughs> Paul's Paul's thing is he just says it again louder and louder until they think it's funny. Outcake hole. Outcake hole. Outcake hole. <laughs> Now it's funny because it's got volume! That's right. <laughs> and bacon. Oh, it's bacon, vodka. <laughs> and what happened? And I made a tot. <laughs> Explode! Nothing. News you don't give a shit about. Earlier yeah. this month, Tron Legacy's Garrett uh, Headland was offered the role of Kaneda in the uh, live action adaptation of the manga Akira. Uh, while he's thinking it over, uh, Warner Brothers is looking for a female lead, and they may have found her in Kristen Stewart. Oh, no. That's a mistake. According to Twitch Film, Stewart has been offered the part of Key, the uh, young medium who becomes the love interest for Canadian. Oh. Was Key a stoner in the Akira? Uh. <laughs> Was she just half awake? I don't know. Uh. I used to say Megan Fox looked dead behind the eyes. I know then Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart is the queen of that now. Crap. Oh, wow. empty. Empty. Nothing Vessel. there. And her acting style. Oh, my God. Oy. What is her There's acting style? There's an acting style? style? She, she looks like she she's about to vomit lip. every five seconds. She just acts through her in lower lip. In everything that I've yeah, seen does. her in. Just watch her lower lip. I thought they just oh, woke yeah. her up and put her in the camera. Why? Because it just like hangs there? No, it twitches all around. Dance yeah. She does. She has a little, yeah, little she twitch. She does have that twitchy lip thing. J- Mexican jumping bean in her lower lip. <laughs> in fact, uh, <laughs> someone put a great clip together of all the times of her lip twitching in various movies she's done. Really? Yeah, it was fantastic. That's awesome. Because she's nothing but twitchy. Yeah. She looks like she's. That's her go to. Maybe she's. You know what? I shouldn't. Maybe she's like Michael J. Fox. It's the early. (laughs) At least he can play guitar. Early onset Parkinson's. Yeah. Yeah. You see that video of him rocking out of Johnny B. Good? Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Go. Yeah. Take a lesson, Kristen Stewart. All right. Way to battle through (laughs) it, Michael J. Fox. 
If only Kristen Stewart could battle through her lack of talent. Yeah, that's not going to happen. And uh, let's see. Uh, news you don't give a shit about. Apparently, new evidence has surfaced in Siberia that might prove that the hairy Sasquatch <laughs> is alive and kicking. Yeti! <laughs> Irrefutable evidence of the Yeti. Yeti spaghetti. Here you go. Set, go. Set, go. Yeti set go. Yeti set go. That's right. Oh. <laughs> Oh, it took a Spider-Man musical to get him out. <laughs> you gotta get that fucking shirt made. I know. God damn. I need Biggs to email me that picture. Last Again, month, we learned it. that scientists from the U.S., China, and Russia were joining forces to track down the elusive Yeti, joining a.k.a. Forces. a bondable snowman. But he wasn't the only mythical beast on their radar. At the recent conference in Moscow, scientists gathered before taking part in a Siberian expedition to examine the latest Bigfoot sighting. In the area where, the, where there are a group of twisted trees that natives believe are nests made by the creature, biologist John Bindernagel took part in the expedition and told the sun, quote, We didn't feel like the trees we saw in Siberia had been done by a man or another animal. Wait! Had been done by a man or another animal? This is quote. Had been done by a man or the another trees? animal. trees? Twisted trees like this have also been observed in North America, and they could fit with the theory that Bigfoot makes nests. The nests we have looked at are built around trees, twisted together in an art shape. That is the evidence. That is stupid. God. That is so stupid. And these are scientists. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. they're not. He's no, they are not. I know. The they, very first they definition, to be they are not scientists. scientists. <laughs> they are not scientists. The first part of the thing you said, they joined forces. Scientists don't join forces <laughs> like Superman and Batman and fucking Green <laughs> Lantern and Go, get together. Go, team, science, form of <laughs> fucking loser who believes this shit. <laughs> Shape um, of complete lunatic. Yeah. <laughs> and then you said there was a conference. Let me tell you about this conference. It was at the airport. Hill. No, fuck that. It was at Lenny's garage. Okay. And he had some fruit punch that his mom put out for everybody and some cookies from the last D&D &D, uh, game. And that was the conference. It wasn't like a conference at a major hotel or anything with a bunch of people from, from all over the world discussing the Yeti. No. It was some guy saying... Let's make some news for the fucking ugly couch show for goddamn. <laughs> I hope document. someone out there is doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Really. These these fools are as much scientists as the ghost hunters are, and it's clear that they are not there it scientists is. either. There it so is. So there's your answer. You know what? We're gonna have a conference. Pseudo scientists about the Yeti. Are we right now? Are we? Yes, <clears throat> but none of you are invited. Me and Kirsten. <laughs> Kirsten, does the Yeti exist? Uh... No. End of conference. That's what I was going to say. Quick. I want my $5 back. I spent so much money on airfare to come out to this Yeti conference. Oh, man. It was hey. over before it started. Oh, and did you see the line for next year's Yeti conference? That line is irrefutable. <laughs> They're going to have Mike and Jeff at the next conference. <laughs> Mike and Jeff, the Yetis? Cut to next year, Mike and Jeff at the conference alone. All right, Mike. Is there such a thing as a Yeti? Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. Totally. Liar. Irrefutable. There's irrefutable, irrefutable. There's irrefutable evidence. Did you not see the trees that were twisted? Irrefutable. Because yeah, the storm couldn't twist trees. <laughs> I've, I've heard that they exist. What they are. These, these twisted trees. Frozen <laughs> woolly man. No one else would stack books. Come like this. from afar. <laughs> Twisting trees and making up their nest. Don't believe me. My evidence is best. You will see soon. It's irrefutable, too. And then Barry comes out with a shotgun and shoots him. <laughs> yeah, they did exist. Irrefutable. We We are not doing the second verse. News you don't give a shit about. <laughs> you. In, a, in his push to scoop up properties that play on nostalgia, Universal won the bidding war over the film rights to the classic Atari video game a couple years ago. Around the same time, they snapped up Battleship. Now, word has slipped out on exactly what an Asteroids movie could look like. And judging by the description in The Hollywood Reporter, which announced that uh, Snow White and the Huntsman writer Evan uh, Spitzelpopoulos is, uh, is adapting Asteroids. It's, it's a bit of a puzzler. Quote, 
The plotline for the film adaptation has evolved into the story of two estranged brothers that must team up to save Earth from an alien race. Unquote. Oh, that's your, astro- that's your Asteroids movie. No, it's, it's like Asteroids. Armageddon, except there's aliens in it, too. I liked Asteroids better when it was called Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> <laughs> Lame. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's the license. I think You're not actually going to fly into an asteroid field. They'd be Yeti to follow us, wouldn't they? <laughs> <laughs> ah, sorry, Chew. I didn't mean anything by it. <laughs> I know that's your word. (laughs) 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 And finally, you should get start it up. Yeah, just takes a while. (laughs) Twitter is being made into a video game. What? The status message broadcast system is the inspiration for Tweetland, a game in development for the iPhone that turns Twitter messages into in-game events in an open-world environment. For example, should your coworker post a message on Twitter about accidentally running over a cat, the game will integrate something having to do with cars, domesticated animals, and the, or roadkill. The game will integrate something involving a police report, <laughs> a fucking missing cat file. What the fuck? Accidentally hit a kitty today. Oh boy, is my face red? Oh, got a knock at the door. Who could that be? Oh, guess I'm going to jail. Oh no. <laughs> Killed the governor's cat. You think it'll have to be less than 140 seconds long? The specifics for this. No the- this is the only. <laughs> this is the only pussy I've gotten all year, and I killed it. Oh no! The specifics of the uh, keywords creating in-game instances has yet to be fully fleshed out by Tweetland's small development team, but expect something along the lines of scribble knots <clears throat> means asinine personal commentary no one cares about. Uh, keywords confirmed to create something when the game releases: beach, car accident, fireflies, hate, lightsaber, love, <laughs> meteor, shotgun, shooting star, tsunami, volcanic eruption, and zombies. Okay, here's what's gonna happen: um, when this game comes out, and inevitably it will be popular for like a minute, uh, I will start a new tweet. Uh, Twitter account. So you can feel free to follow this Twitter account if you play this game because I will say nothing but foul and awful things, thus making your game experience wonderful. <laughs> 140 characters. Said it Let's was a see. movie, right? Shit balls, ass cock, penis mayonnaise. <laughs> penis and a mayonnaise. side note Shit like to that, that all the time. The game's development was financed by a successful Kickstarter fund this past May. Oh, oh my god. god. Why can we get a You Kickstarter guys, guys don't scoff, guys. That's what we need. <laughs> Yeah, Kickstarter fun. You know, people's tweets are can be asinine already. Now they're going to be just tweeting shit to play a game. If you follow the right people, I I've well, got, that's exactly yeah, it. You got to follow the right gotta people. Be well, they tried with the TV ass. show. Now we're going to have shit. My dad says the video game. What? And there will be people not aware of this game. Um, so, but I bet the goddamn Batman will be a lot more interesting. <clears throat> yeah, that one is funny. I like that one. What would we do with a Kickstart? Would we just buy lots of drugs and? Force him into Paul and then just record him. That's gold there. And then film it and that's the product. Yeah. Paul doesn't need any drugs. All you gotta do is drop a word here or there and then he's like he's on drugs. <laughs> yeah, but imagine if we, you know it's true. Slip them some bennies or whatever. <laughs> caffeine, my friend. Benny, what? So yeah, sugar and caffeine. That's caffeine, taurine, sugar. Paid vacation. Benzedrine. Oh. Dipshit. And that's it for the shit news. Let's do Week in Geek. Yay! Yay. A 25-year-old Colorado woman named Catherine Lucas was annoyed to find out that her bike had been stolen while she attended a University of Colorado football game in October. She and her roommates decided to do a search on Craigslist to see if the thief was attempting to sell it, and sure enough, he was. Uh, Lucas recognized her bike on the website by its distinct red handlebar tape and water bottle holder and contacted the seller. Quote, minutes later, a person using the name Lance Robinson responded with his phone number and instructed her to text him so he could send her his address, writes ABC. Quote, on Sunday, Lucas went to the man's apartment complex and asked if she could test ride the bike. She was killed. I started riding it, 
and I knew it was my bike, so I just kept riding it. Lucas stole a new station. I rode it to my car and then threw it in my car and then drove away. As it turns out, the secondary theft was not planned out by the owner. Quote, they were a lot bigger than I thought they were, she said. I thought I'd be like a little person that stole the bike, and I'd be like, hey, I called the police, and that's my bike you're trying to sell, but I just took it for a ride and went with it. After she disappeared, Lucas phoned the police. Lance Robinson was actually 18-year-old Denzel O'Neill Crawford, who did not have a prior record. He was arrested, immediately confessed to stealing the bike, and police told Lucas that <clears throat> though her mission was successful, not a tactic they'd recommend. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky. What tactic would they recommend? No, we'll call the police. <laughs> yeah. You, hey, oh, hey, my stolen bike is online. This man says he has it. This is his phone number. What other? Please ta- go get my bike. What other tactic has the police ever recommended besides calling them? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Good luck. I like it. Citizen. She took, she took charge. She took vig- vigilante charge of her. Vigilante charge. Yeah, she's a regular goddamn moon knight. She needs to leave <laughs> it the fuck alone. <laughs> she needs to get her shit in order. That's my bicycle. You can't depend on anyone these days. I got three words for you. Red hot poker. <coughs> That's what she needs to bring with her. Say, I want to see the bike, by the way. Ah, red hot poker in your eye. <laughs> Done. What are you going to do? How can you defend against a red hot poker? Will you problems. put your arm up? No, Two red problems. hot poker. How long do you keep, where do you keep a red hot poker? Yeah, how do you keep it hot? <laughs> and how do you keep it hot? <clears throat> these are not questions for me. <laughs> I'm just giving you the idea. You flush it out. Red hot poker. You're the one without the campfire car. Suck my dick. <laughs> Okay, there's another idea. Campfire car. <laughs> and Red Hot Poker. You know, I had a friend who had her bike stolen in front of a police station. She did file a police report, and they never got it back. This is, I mean, it's not like they have a bicycle unit That's out true. They probably, if they get this call back. Her, call, if she did call the police, she would have filled out a police report, and no, nothing Everyone would have, would have laughed, and they yeah, would have filed away. Who, who, who gives a shit? Yeah, I was going to say, we, we have personal experience in this. That's true. We had unique items that were stolen from us that clearly right. could have been recovered with right. enough effort. But this was before and Craigslist. Otherwise, went. we could have done the search. And... No, Craigslist oh, was, was around to CBS. happened. Red <laughs> Hot Poker. <laughs> Red Hot Poker. Best-selling jo- author George R.R. R. Martin and Cable's HBO, which had a hit earlier this year with a series based on the fantasy novel called Game of Thrones, are working with developers on three games all due next year. Yay! Game of Thrones? I don't think I've heard of this. Nah, never heard of it. Game yeah, of Thrones, <laughs> a role-playing game from developer Cyanide Studio and publisher Atlas for PS3, Xbox 360, and PCs, is based on the an original story by George Martin. Uh, HBO plans to share video with the developers so that the game parallels the series. Oh, nice. Also, Big Point, the creators of Battlestar Galactica Online, mm. is developing a free-to-play Game of Thrones massively multiplayer online role-playing game. And a Game of Thrones-based social networking game, think Farmville Comes to Westeros, is also in the works. The recently released a Game of Thrones Genesis, a PC strategy game, is also from Cyanide Studios. Develop, uh, they also developed a racing game called Le Tour de France. Uh, Genesis takes place a thousand years before Martin's A Song of <clears throat> Ice and Fire series. I'm entirely not enthused about the Facebook game. No, why not? Why? Why? Because it's a Facebook game. Yeah. Who as who is enthused about a Facebook game? Give me Genesis. And the uh, Genesis allowed is not the MMO. It's it got to have a lot of money forbidden. behind it if it's going to be any good. WoW had a lot of money behind it. It was good. Did anybody uh, play the Battle uh, Battlestar MMO? No, it's crap. Did you play it for like a minute? Okay. So Ooh. in that minute, crap. Well, at least you gave it that much of a shot. So yeah, say more well, than usually right. give something usually called you just crap. Go, it's crap. Did you play it? No. No, it don't because need it's to. Crap. It's crap. Exactly. I mean, it's exactly my point. As good as Game of Thrones is, it's it's like it, the game would be just like any other movie-based game. It's gonna suck. I mean, well, it, there de- well, it depends how they go with the RPG angle. Except for if that they go Wolverine g- game, but that Wolverine game was. But the movie sucked. The so movie. like it. it yeah. You know, <laughs> well, it wasn't really originally based on a movie, and the, right. the movie element that they brought in at the end was terrible. And uh, speaking of Facebook, when uh, Zynga began preparing for its IPO, it felt it gave away too much stock to certain employees and asked various employees to return some of the unvested stock or face termination. 
Uh, CEO Mark Pincus, along with some of his executives, decided which employees would be targeted by the demand of stock return by determining which ones would not deserve the potential windfall if the company went public. Similar to the Google Chef scenario, which refers to a chef at Google who obtained $20 million worth of stock after the company went public. After Pincus and company picked out which employees they felt deserved to return some stock, and gave the news, the Wall Street Journal reports that at least one current employee and one former employee weren't particularly thrilled and hired an attorney and helped them reach the settlement, which had them give up some stock, but not the full amount. Wait, why would a former employee give up any stock? Talk to their lawyer. I don't know that, that part of it. Zynga I think that guy got screwed, yeah. Zynga officials... What are you going to do, fire me? Maybe he's former now. Uh, Zynga That's officials possible. felt that the uh, though their demanding of stock might be met with criticism... They feel the having of unvested shares could attract more talent to the company using the promise of stock, which is somewhat, <laughs> which is somewhat amusing because they set the precedent for taking it back from the employees. What a bunch of dicks. <laughs> Assholes. Wow. So they took back the stock from the employees to bring in more employees to give the stock to. I mean, and what the sounds... fuck is the lawyer doing yeah. allowing, making a settlement like that? They're also yeah. probably It just sounds looking... highly illegal. <laughs> They're probably looking at the fact that when that... IPO happens, they could lose twenty percent of their workforce. Yeah, because you know, a bunch well, of thirty-five year olds exactly are like, "Well, I'm retired." Yeah, that's true. I mean, but if I if I put a million dollars in the bank, I'm done. Yeah, but, but you but, put but in the time. The, but if it does that well, then they can afford to hire, you know, new young. Yeah, really, and fuck them. That you know, they make the stock offer, and oh, our stocks, we're we're doing so damn good. Our stocks are going to be worth too much. Yeah, screw them. I Fucking mean, I, assholes. That, that can't even be remotely legal because you put it in perspective like of a company that's about to have a hostile takeover because somebody bought up their stock and they're like, well, you know what? You're about to take over a company and we don't want that, so we're going to take our stock back. Yeah, really. I that to this, stock you bought, we're going to take it back. I listened to this story on NPR and the thought there from like legal experts and whatnot was basically fuck Zynga. They're going to sue them. Yeah. For everything. No, it makes sense. Yeah. It's, it's a ridiculous move. And you can support them by not playing Farmville. <laughs> Just stop it. There are... My mom, your mom, everyone's mom is playing Farmville. Not Paul's mom. Well. She's too busy. <laughs> There's a whole other bunch of Farmville going on. She's got there. other fields to plow. No. <laughs> and uh, big news. Steam, the premier PC digital distribution suite, experienced a security breach on November 6th. On its face, it appeared to be just some garden variety forum <laughs> vandalation. But on looking to it further, Valve found that a Steam user database breach was compromised as well. Uh, the He's server can. Breach on its face. I'm breaching. Watch out. What was that word? Cover your security face. breach. Did I say bleach? No, he said no you said breach. security breach, but it breach was just like a security breach on the face of it. And it was just like security breach on its face. <laughs> oh, okay. He made an ejaculation humor <laughs> thing going I, on. I'm sorry. Let me do this Paul method. I'm breach breach on its face. <laughs> on its face. Yeah, man, a if breach. You, if you hear that shit, you got to jump on it, dude. <laughs> it surprises me that it went past everyone, including Paul, except for Kirsten. No, I probably Kirsten well, caught yeah, it. No. I'm what they call a cum dodger. <laughs> 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 a lot of practice. Huh? Oh. You should know. <laughs> a lot of practice. Yeah, I said, you, exactly. <laughs> a lot of practice, says Barry coyly. <laughs> like he hasn't painted a bullseye on my nose. New. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Valve found that a Steam user database was compromised as well. The server contains some actual Steam users' account information, oh, oh which is distinctly separate from Steam forum account information, but Valve says it found no evidence that any of the encrypted information was taken. Some of the information on the compromised servers included encrypted passwords, billing addresses, email addresses, rec records of purchases, and of course, encrypted credit card information. Right now, there haven't been any reports of unauthorized credit card use, which is good but users are being encouraged to watch their statements closely. In addition, Valve is forcing a password change on all their Steam forum users, but not their Steam proper users, since there's not yet any evidence that the passwords themselves were actually compromised. Force them anyway. What the hell? Security. So you might want to change it anyway, just yeah. in case. Steam users, which is almost all of you. Yeah. A steaming pile of... Security breach. <laughs> on the face. 
And you know about all the uh, bitching in the past about uh, Apple not uh, supporting Flash? Yep. Adobe has announced that from here on out they will no longer be supporting Flash for mobile devices. There's no point. After the release of Flash Player 11.1 for BlackBerry and Android, there won't be any more revisions for support for future operating system versions or browsers or anything. Mobile Flash is dead. Uh, Adobe will hop back in there to release some critical bug fixes and security updates, but other than that, Adobe is leaving Mobile Flash to focus on HTML5, which is more universally supported on mobile devices. Uh, PC Flash is still uh, going, though. Uh, Adobe is already working on Flash 12. Good. It's crazy considering that Apple only holds 15% of the smartphone market right now. Meh. That that they would force it. No, it's not got... about it's not about Apple. It's not about the iPhone. It's about that Flash is just kind of shitty, and you have to create a yeah. whole new UI every time you do it. It's just a, it's just stupid. There's no point when you can accomplish what the same thing with conventional HTML. Yeah, they they said that uh, in one of the articles I read that they're going to try to work with uh, developers to show them how to take their Flash based. Uh, software and turn it into html5 rather easily so luckily i just don't fucking do flash <laughs> done have are you doing html5 yet no N- no one is really it's no not, one no it's not universal you could be ahead of the curve Barry. it's not universally supported right now mm-hmm. pay me to do it and then yeah i'm, I'm down mm-hmm. And three domains, StarWarsIdentities.com, a typo version of that, and SWID.com were registered by Lucasfilm on November 7th through brand protection firm Corporation Service Company. Hmm. No details beyond this except that the name, Star Wars Identities, and we know it is not a film or TV release. Probably has something to do to go with one of the games, maybe even uh, Old Republic. No, no. Hmm. Just know it's out there. Hmm. Interesting. Speaking of out there, Roland Emmerich has been developing a big-budget sci-fi thriller for his next movie, but Sony put the brakes and, uh, on and asked him to make it better before spending any more money on it. Emmerich was ready to start screen-testing actors for the lead when Sony balked and asked Emmerich and co-writer Harold Klasser to do some more work on the screenplay. Emmerich has retained the services of futurist and author Raymond Kurzweil, the father of the singularity concept, the creation of smarter-than-human intelligence to help with the revisions. Uh, Here's the plot according to Variety. Set 50 years in the future, story follows a famous nanotechnology pioneer who uses a dangerous new procedure to save his badly injured son, Adam, whose consciousness is transferred into a swarm of nanobots that take his physical form, giving him all sorts of powers. Protagonist ends up on the run from an evil corporation that developed the technology. Yeah, I haven't heard that plot before. No, I haven't heard. I like that better when it was... uh... Refreshing. (laughs) <laughs> what what what's that grandpa <laughs> so they're sucking on your worthers yeah sucking on his hard candy Love my worthers original sucking on something <laughs> sounds, like a, sounds like a new kind of new kind of idea it's like it sounds like Pinocchio if he were managed by an evil corporation somebody get that vampire chick off of grandpa <laughs> interfering with his speaking <laughs> we can't let him at the hooters anymore I know okay. what do we do what is he doing there what the fuck uh, stop trying to eat me lady oh, no. uh, you'd be a cannibal not a vampire you dumb bitch <laughs> go by the chain for a while I'll be goddamned that's it. I'm, I don't care if this Hooters does open up again. I'm not waiting. <laughs> Get out of here. Our uh, Sam now Raimi. I'm free to see the world. Really? <laughs> okay. like how it brings Torgo to a screeching fucking hall. I just don't understand where he's coming from with that. Uh, I just learned not to fight it. Our <laughs> Sam Raimi Bruce Campbell reunion has been cut short. The Evil Dead star was set to appear in Raimi's upcoming film Oz the Great and Powerful, but that's no longer the case. <gasps> Campbell's scene has been cut from the film. What? Ooh. Bruce Campbell officially announced on Twitter that his appearance in Oz the Great and Powerful is a no go. The actor wrote, quote, News, my scene in Oz has been cut before shooting. It happens in Epic Flicks. Disappointed, but all good with Sam. On to the next adventure, unquote. How old is he? How old is Bruce Campbell? He's got to be up there now. Timeless. I don't know. I, he's been on uh, Burn Notice for a while, and like when the the series started, he was pretty, you know, 
yeah. hefty. Mm-hmm. But like this last season, he's like slimmed down. He's looking healthier. He actually looks younger now yeah. than yeah, I remember him. Season. You well, know, when the series started so. about a year Bruce ago, Campbell, Torgo yeah. and I saw him, and uh, he was he was between seasons. Yeah. I think he actually beefs up a little bit for the for the series because he. He was uh, he was a lot skinnier in between seasons. I saw the next season, mm-hmm. and he was he was a little meatier again. But yeah, now he's he's I don't know maybe falling into that shape a little better, and it's it's possible. I I know that uh, working better on him. He mentioned when uh, they did the the Burn Notice prequel that was the backstory for his character uh-huh. that he was supposed to be playing a younger version of himself that was still in the Navy SEALs, and he like worked out, slimmed right. up. Even though the character was supposed to be at the end of his career yeah. with the seals at the time of the movie, but he wow. looked like the you know a Navy Seal at yeah. the end of his career is still going to be yeah better than any of us. In well, that's what time. I'm saying. I mean, <laughs> Talk for yourself. Yeah, first, Twenty right? years after the end of his career, that's what I'm saying. I mean, gonna... he he looked like he was you know a lot younger and you know. he has a fiddle. Yeah, absolutely. He eats babies. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Keeps you young. <laughs> A young Bruce Campbell. And here's Sci-Fi's re- official press release on three new scripted series it has oh in the works. Oh, boy. Uh, an untitled Robert H. Wolf project. This is the description after decades of war. The newly formed Unity Democracy orders a volatile mix of humans and transhumans to lead the Starship Defender on an ex- ex- expedition. I'm sorry. Transhumans? Transhumans. Tra- is transhumans. They're two-headed. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) To lead the Starship Defender on an expedition in search of lost worlds requiring law and order. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Spaceship for law and order. Defender. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to have the... It's like Buck Rogers season two and they're on the searcher looking for... Wait, wait, wait. I don't understand their point. So they're just going around looking for... For planets that are lawless, and they're bringing law to them. That's yeah, they're right. They're imposing is... their law on other worlds. So ding, they're ding. I th- I Templars. Think, I think the series is called Fascist. It's called I was... Perry Marson. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. I did. Wow. 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 You went around the world some night. <laughs> No. <laughs> no, it's not called that at all. <laughs> How do you know? No. no. I'm going to violate one of the chief rules here in improv and say no. <laughs> no, what you said, no. It's called in the intergalactic criminal justice system. represented by two separate yet equally important groups. <laughs> the humans goes and to the transhumans. <laughs> These are their stories. Dang, dang. Uh, make it f- full-ton torpedoes. 12 now. angry transhumans. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Actually, Try again. again. <laughs> Space Night Court. The next uh, scripted series is called Seeing Things. Judge Judy Pater. Judy Judy You walk it. Go Just go before he says more. Barry, the there is space an improv court. game where when you get it wrong, you ring a bell and they have to try again. Where's, where's I know, our bell? That's the one I was doing. All right. But he's just never going to get it right. Seeing things, that's the working title. This is its description. A cop becomes a ghost after his violent death, and the only person who can help close his last case is a socially awkward man who realizes that the hallucinations he's had all his life may not be a figment of his imagination. Didn't Denzel Washington and Bob Hoskins do this at one point? I think many people have done this. It's been done before. This is the story of my life. Oh, okay. There's not more oh, to that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How exactly no, that's, that's that? That's the time. <laughs> Does a ghost cop talk to you? Always. Okay. And <laughs> finally, a series called Ghost Project. That's Project with a K. Yeah. Uh, based on the popular comic series from Oni Press. I didn't realize Oni Press had a popular comic yeah, series. Ayo. A female KGB agent and male American weapons inspector form an unlikely partnership when a deadly force is unwittingly unleashed from a Siberian research facility. That's a all. Yeti. <laughs> <laughs> you know Traipsing. they do need to have more Yeti-based programming. That's right. Traipsing across Asia. Hey, the, the you Yeti know what? Is in a tree nest. 
maybe this whole scientist research thing has just been meta advertising for this show. There <laughs> you go. The Yeti did make an appearance in a new uh, gum commercial I saw the other day. Yep. And then they still Sean have the mess White. in the oh, yeah, yeah. Sasquatch. The mess in the Sasquatch and then the Sean Beef White. jerky one. Stride yeah. gum. Trial of the Yeti. How about that? Are Yetis the new ninjas? <laughs> uh, kind of. They maybe. They're freaking everywhere. Yeti is the new ninja. <laughs> like they say, Yeti is, is the, the new, new black. Ninja. <laughs> no, Yeti is the new ninja. There you go. <laughs> and Blizzard recently yeah, announced the departure of over 800,000 World of Warcraft accounts between the months of July and September of this year. Wow. The MMO's total oh. headcount is now around 10.3 million, down <clears throat> 1.7 million from the same time period last year. Oh, wow. That's well, you crazy. cut out those Chinese prisoners, and it just really cuts, <laughs> oh! into, your, really cuts into your... I'm not really a dwarf. I'm not a Yeti. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a man in jail. <laughs> I don't want to sit on a snow cone. I want to get out of jail. Well, hopefully their new update that focuses around pandas will help up their numbers. Are they seriously well, doing right? that? that doing well, there you go. Mike called it. China angle. Yep. They're, they're, um, yeah, they're you, you, you can be a Pandarian, I believe. Pandarian. They're, they're, yeah, yeah. They're, yeah, they're called Pandarians. Lame. Um, Everyone I know who played World of Warcraft now says it's real easy to play, and it's it, they've taken all the fun and the challenge out of it. Well, World of Warcraft themselves is saying that uh, the last expansion that... According to them, their players have, quote, gotten too good at the game, unquote. And so they play through all the new content and then close their accounts till the next thing comes around. That's because the new content sucks. It's too easy. They're good. They're a bunch of regular players doing the stuff that the hardcores are doing. So it's not that the, not that the regular players are getting good. It's just that the content's getting easier. I've seen some of the normal players. They suck. They ran a guild. Half of them sucked. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to run a guild in Star Wars? Fuck then? no. That's negative 400 DPS. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I, nah, I didn't understand what he... What did you say? He was trying to do the <laughs> DPS joke from the internet. Oh. It's a fucking oh, 50 DKP okay. minus. Gotcha. Yeah. 50 DKP minus. Oh no. You listen the fuck up. Yeah. Those yeah. days are long gone. 40-man <laughs> raid, gone. Odd groups got left. How many now? Even groups got right. No, that's nothing. And that's all the news, gentlemen. Oh, man. Wow. That's it. Yeah. That was, there's, as you can tell, slow news week. Right. Well, everyone was playing Shyrams. Yeah, was it a slow week. news week or you just didn't bother looking um, at <laughs> I just, uh, I just went to one website, uh, Jim's webpage, <laughs> and I just read straight up and down the line. <laughs> and now he wants to get, get us the hell out of here so he can continue oh, to Skyrim. So now that <laughs> you mentioned, now you mentioned the website, uh, they don't have any reason to listen to the Ugly Couch. Yeah, no. Jeff, oh, well, that's why it's at the end. They just go to Jim's website. Jim, <laughs> Jim, oh, Jim's website is great. We're far more entertaining than them, though. No, as you can tell, their stuff's great. <laughs> <laughs> He has a lot and, more and so we encountered <laughs> lot first stages. Tor goes sabotaging the podcast so we can have more Skyrim time. Because he's like, this is going to take a couple weeks. I'm going to have to kill the podcast. <laughs> Maybe we should put a random piece of wonderful news on like rubberwang.com every so often. <laughs> what are we doing with that site? we got to decide. Guys, if you know what you want us to... What, what do you want to see on rubberwang.com? Write good, to us. That's a good question. What do you want to see at rubberwang.com? Write to us. Comments at uglycouchshow.com. I'll start, I'll start drawing a cartoon for it. Besides okay. Paul being <laughs> smacked in the face with a giant purple rubber wang. I'll what if it was Ron Jeremy's wang? That I, I don't think anybody wants to see that. We've start... all seen that. <laughs> We've all seen that. <laughs> if, you will, if you will go to the trouble of putting the cartoon up there, I will draw a, a one-page cartoon every week. I, I will do that. All right. Will it involve yetis? Here comes the promises. Tiger Man. Uh, hey, <laughs> give, show, give me a piece of paper. I'll do it while we're doing uh, the couch cast. Yeah, keep in mind, you don't draw well. That's the <laughs> part of the beauty of it. In fact, it's abysmal. No, it's gorgeous. Oh, it's... Poor. It's stylized. Urine. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. That's, that's good. It's style. Yeah. Modern know, the, art The bag. brown apple thing was kind of amusing for a while. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> as long as it took for you to say that, that's how long as it was that it was amusing. <laughs> oh, look at that. Okay. What's for dinner? <laughs> the duck with Oh, look. Legs. A two-headed transvestite. And of course, there's anything else you got to tell us. You can always write to that email address. Of course, watch the Ugly Cat Show itself. We tell you what to watch, what to read, what to play. Skyrim. That's what you play. And read and watch. Play Batman Arkham City. Because I can't. Dungeon Defenders. Yay, fun. Batman Arkham yeah. City is oh, yeah. awesome. 
It is awesome. It is I just wish I had time to play it. Video Wars. It's addictive. I saw you playing that. You Try did it. Try not to fart. Silver yeah. Dollar Games. You liked it, huh? Yeah. Have, did you discover... Did, is it too... I tried to invite you to a party the other night. Oh, yeah. I... Uh, Said no. I had actually... <laughs> no, I, I actually walked away <laughs> from the game. And I came back and I was like, oh, wow, an invite. And I'm like, done. So... Sorry. I was expecting to say, Paul. I thought you were going to say, I walked away as soon as I saw that. That's right. I was waiting for you to say, Paul, yeah, I uh, kind of ignored you because yeah. uh, I wanted to play my game. Well, I just wanted to say, well, hey, I've done that. I mean, that's, you know, if you're playing a certain Speaking game. of games on the Xbox, uh, I have to say, uh, I have again, as of this broadcast, uh, trumped all of Torgo's scores. It's true. Took him apart like a fucking science project. It's true. Well, yeah, but he spent the last 25 hours ignoring your. I think scores. I finally beat Torgo the other night. In there uh, is one one machine that you uh, took me out of. Yep, I beat you on uh, Critter, whatever it's called. I don't Biolab. I beat you oh, on your you Critter. Biolab. Nice. I think so. I think it was Biolab. Biolab solid. Yeah, you know it was solid. That Misplosion Man. Oh my God, that was rough. I bet it was. Yeah, I almost got a like a billion points or something. I don't know. It was, it's stupid. That game's insane. It's yeah. fun, though. So much fun. Beauty, beauty, beauty. I like that. You know, it's a fun Skyrim. Gonna play right now. Sit, uh, talk to you next week, folks. I am Master Torgo. Dr. Blarg. The famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Just Michael. And I'm out here, guys. You can take it, take it out. Uh, All right. Gonna go play it out. Look at him. Wow. He freaking ran. Did anyone notice the smell? The smell? Oh, my God. There was, was a little bit of a funk in the air. Oh, you were sitting Skyrim further away. Well, my nose I don't think he'll ever complain about bit. the nerd funk anymore. Hey, he should. He is the nerd I know. funk. And thank God he closed his door. I think yeah. he was wafting from that side, too. I was getting my elbows right. Get like I, a hose I have Lysol under the sink if you want. So. Oh, you need it under the door. What, the Lysol? Yeah, because I'm about to go drop a deuce. Ah! <laughs> oh, this is after show. Oh, never going to beat that game on Xbox. I should. I don't get it.